And now, from Star Worldwide Networks, it's time for Don Cromwell Live, an insightful, entertaining look into all aspects of the music industry. You'll never hear music the same way again. Now, here's your host, producer, songwriter, musician, and former Air Supply and Eddie Money bassist, Don Cromwell. Yeah, baby, here he is, live, living color. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in to Don Cromwell Live. Whether you're listening live right now across the World Wide Web or on the podcast at some future date. Beautiful day in Los Angeles here. The wind's blowing. I just walked over to the lakeside place to pick up some sushi. Place is jumping. People are getting their COVID shots. Life slowly but surely coming back to you know, some resemblance of normal, whatever that is. We're still a ways away from it, but it's just good to see people out there. These restaurants are all bustling. I went to a place the other night nearby. It was just jam-packed. Everybody's still being a bit, little bit safe, I hope. But, uh, you know, as those shots come in and roll in, I know I had my second one a couple of weeks ago, and that's what they say uh, gives you the kind of the green light, if you will. But at any rate, as they say, welcome to tuning in to Don Cromwell Live. We really appreciate it. It's the 24th of March. 2021 heading towards palm sunday and then easter for this good catholic boy but without further ado i want to bring on my guest who was kind enough to make room in his schedule tonight sounds like he just got home in time (laughs) i like it that way everybody welcome from the band venice michael lennon welcome michael thank you don it's a pleasure to be on your show. Oh, well, thank you very much. And thanks, Lori Reamer, for arranging it kind of at the last minute this morning. It's perfect. I was going to go in a slightly different direction, but this is much better. Venice, for anybody who doesn't know, you'd have to be outside of Southern California for sure. Venice has been a mainstay around this scene for many, many years. Uh, two sets of brothers, uh, brothers and cousins, four of them. They sound fantastic. Boy, I've been listening to the music you sent me, Michael. Really cool. But for myself, your fans, and the people who may not know, I know you're all related, but how did the band Venice get started? Well, it started with uh, my, I, I came out of high school and decided uh, that I wanted to start a band. I was playing guitar and I was jamming with some guys from my high school that weren't very good, <laughs> but I was enjoying it so much. And I knew my cousins, all my cousins, you know, the, my cousins on, uh, the other half of the band, the cousins on that side, their older sisters are the Lennon sisters from yep. the Lawrence Welk show. Mm-hmm. So the family, uh, singing harmony and stuff go, goes back to actually our fathers and the Lennon sisters were next to pick it up. And then they passed it to a couple different next generations. And Venice was one of them. Um, and, uh, so I, I had asked Kip, my cousin Kip, the Lennon sisters, youngest brother, if he wanted to, uh, join the band with me. And I actually, (laughs) there's a famous story of my brother, Mark going down to Venice beach when we were kids on 27th Avenue down there in Venice. And, uh, he went down to the water and, and actually asked, um, Kip, he said, Michael wants to know if you want to be in his band. And, uh, it's just a funny story that I don't remember asking Mark to ask him, but, um, Mark ended up joining the band after Kip and then Kip's older brother, Pat joined the band after that. So it started with Kip and I, Mark got added shortly after that, my brother, Mark, younger brother, and then Kip's brother, Pat came in after that. 
Yeah. And it all started at 27th Avenue, which is one of the songs I hope we'll get to play today. Yeah. Oh, oh, you bet we will. I, I, I love the songs <laughs> and I've, I've been listening to them. So, and you are all from Venice. I mean, so what, you look at each other and say, hey, we're all from Venice. Let's call the band Venice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's really true. We're born and raised in Venice Beach, California. Our grandparents came here in 1913 and to Venice Beach and made a home here. And there's over 400 Lennons in Venice now from those two people. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it's crazy. There's, we're all over the place in LA and <laughs> Southern California. Um, and, you know, Venice is such a big part of our family and growing up there and just, uh, you know, it's it's been our whole life. So we thought, oh, no one's named their band Venice yet. There's Chicago and <laughs> there's other bands, Boston, um, but there's no Venice. So uh, we grabbed it and, you know, the rest is history. Yeah, it, it really is. The longevity speaks for itself. Before I forget, does the name Spolino mean anything to you, the family name Spolino? It sounds familiar. Yeah, but- my wife's family was from Malibu and all, and I think, I think her brother Jim, many, many years ago, has been happily married for many, dated a Lennon girl, and I don't know who that would have been, but I just was curious myself, the Spolino <laughs> family out of Malibu, everybody knew the dad, Frank, God rest his soul, but uh, I just wanted to bring that up, it, it's out of nowhere, but yeah, so I've met Mark at uh, Bogey's out here, I don't know that I've ever met you, um, and of course I've heard the name Venice for years, my wife, uh, you probably wouldn't know, she passed away unfortunately in November but uh, we still yeah we feel her and she's still with us but she was she knew all about Venice and she said oh yeah and of course the famous line from one of my favorite musicians of all time David Crosby called you guys the greatest (laughs) vocal band in the country man I mean you know that doesn't come lightly with a guy like that and his love for harmonies yeah he's been in two of the biggest vocal bands of the birds and uh, Crosby Stills and Nash and Young or three bands, really, if you count Crosby, Stills, and Nash as a separate band. But sure. To, to have a couple like that come from a legend like that, that uh, just also lived through every possible drug and <laughs> yeah. every other challenge in his life, he's made it through. But to, to have him say that is huge, and we consider him a, a dear friend and a, a, just an amazing uh, kind of mentor for us. Yeah, well, that whole list, I, I kind of read the bio on your website, by the way, which is www.venicetheband.com. Really nice site. And just the list of musicians that you guys have worked with individually, collectively, been influenced by. It, it's quite a list, but particularly that Southern California roots, folk rock, that, that Southern California sound. It, it's just classic. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And we're we're honored to be part of it and to kind of carry the torch you know for the last generation that that started that whole thing um we're, we're just huge fans and honored to be you know scraping by and making a living making music yeah you're part of that well in my little uh, blurb that i put out i said uh, you know i wanted to see what venice is up to what are you guys doing what have you been doing since covid uh, you know it, it's a just a challenging situation time for everybody but bands that are used to going out and playing live and doing gigs and selling merchandise uh how are you guys been coping with it all uh it's been tough um we've all been you know uh staying home we have a couple of the guys that just have a little more um bronchial kind of issues that might be a little more um 
susceptible to this thing. So we're being probably more careful than even most bands because we don't, we don't want to take any chances and, you know, we're not kidding ourselves. We're getting up on our age. And so we're all being really careful, social distancing. We've been, um, all separately in our own homes working on song ideas that we will be very excited to share when we all gather together again in one room and get to actually, you know, create the vibe that we were formed our band to do. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, but we've all been kind of cataloging ideas and it's, it's going to be a different kind of vibe, I think this time, because it's, it's not going to come from, you know, the, there, I'm sure once we get together, there will be songs that will come from out of nowhere with, with us getting together. But as far as like the ideas that normally would be shared earlier are going to be held on to longer, maybe develop longer. So I think it's going to be kind of an interesting different aspect to songwriting for us where usually we're more collaborative. Yeah. This might be a little more um, singular kind of starts and then bring it together with everyone. And it'll be interesting to see what comes of it. Yeah. But yeah. It, I'm it, it so really eager to get together and mostly to play live for the fans. So now do you, all, all four of you still live in Venice? You're all close to each other. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I think one block out of Venice and Mar Vista. Yeah. So, the guys tease me for that. <laughs> you, know, Segundo, you left the neighborhood, uh, Segundo, which is about <laughs> which is about two miles south of Venice. So yeah. he's get teased for that. Yeah, but Mark and Kip are both in Venice. Yeah, yeah. Well, I live family I, I, homes and stuff are still there. Yeah, I live in Westlake Village, and there's an old old. I don't know how old it is, but there's a saying. <laughs> oh, what you got to leave the village? Um, you know, it's uh, <laughs> pretty self contained. Uh, now, before we start playing some music, because we're going to definitely sure. play some of your great music, you guys, uh, when you play live, it's the four brothers, and then you have uh, the great bass player. I, I love his playing, and a, a, a drummer who comes from overseas am i right on that well i'll tell you we have so many great musicians that play with us a lot of them local and then when we tour in europe we use um two european guys just because the expense of two more air flights and hotels for sure. two more guys from california is we're not making enough money to make yep. that business you know it doesn't make sense business-wise for us yep, unfortunately sure. no, yeah. so unfortunately although we make the records here with probably three different drummers and Mark's the main bass player. I play bass on a few of the tunes, but he's okay. the main bass player. Yeah. Um, and he does travel with us. Um, but the keyboards and drums are kind of a rotating um, group of guys that are top-notch guys that we just kind of rotate in and out who's available. Um, the L.A. guy right now mostly that does our keyboards and stuff is Chris Horvath, who's an amazing arranger and guitar player in his own right. And uh, Dan Gillen is, plays on our cover band, The Pine Mountain Logs, and with Venice on some of the albums. Matt Log, <laughs> who plays with Snake Pit and, and Slash for a while. And oh, yeah. Now playing with Mike Campbell and Tom Petty. Nice. So we have great musicians with us, but the Lennons are the main four guys that that are, you know, in the pictures and do the promo and all that. I see. So now we're going to kick off uh, some music uh, from Venice. The first song is One Word. Is this from Jack Aranda, the CD? Uh, no, One Word is from our album, Welcome to the Rest of Your Life. Okay. <laughs> and it's a great song about a, uh, a person that, kind of needed to say they were sorry for something and never did. And we're just waiting for that, that one word for you to say. It's not that hard to do. And we ended up writing a song about it. Awesome. One word, Venice.
can't say it's all right if you don't say you were wrong. Where is the justice if you don't regret it? You won't admit it. You just never said it one word. I know you know what I mean, and I believe you've known all along what needs to be said. Till then, it's hard to believe all your crying. Believe you're not lying. Believe that you're trying somehow. Like if you hide behind some book, then this will all just go away. Now you've even got people blaming me for keeping this wound open and not really coping. I tell 'em I was only hoping for one word. I know you know what I mean. It's a simple thing that even angry children can say. Till then, you know I won't put a stop to it if you don't cop to it. I just will not do it at all.
Oh, yeah. I'm glad I didn't start that fade sooner, man. I almost missed that. <laughs> Some of the best stuff happens on the outros. You know what I mean? It, you, have it, my, you have my permission to fade any song at any time. Yeah, no, no. I, I, I like, because I, I mean it, a lot of the greatest stuff happens right at the end of songs. And I've... I had more than a few faux pas where I pulled down the fader too soon. But, uh, man, uh, listen, I don't know about you, but I, you're probably listening on your phone, but I've got headphones because I'm going down on my Pro Tools while we're, while we're live. Uh, man, that sounds really good. When, what's the uh, era of that song? And, and I know you said the name of the record, but how can people hear that? Wow. Okay. I just realized my, my uh, Dutch partner is probably going to kill me, but I think that record was released on Sony and they haven't put it on Spotify or Apple music yet. So oh. about to re-release it. And now that I'm realizing like everyone's probably going to hear it and go, Oh, I want to check that out. And <laughs> it is available on our album. Welcome to the rest of your life. But, um, that song, boy, I got to think about this now that was recorded in the Bahamas at compass point studios where ACDC recorded and yeah, sure. Harley, I believe. Um, and, uh, it was recorded, I want to say 2006, I think. Wow. Really sounds fantastic. I mean, really deep. But and plus a great song, it's, too. It's the song, you know, we, we cut in our own studio, and then we went down to the Bahamas and, and redid the tracks and the drums and stuff. But we kind of built it from, from a skeleton we did at home. But it was a weird thing where I was programming a, a conga pattern, and I over programmed it and it covered itself over and it did this muted weird <laughs> weird kind of <laughs> i don't know how to describe it but it was just a beautiful thumping rolling yeah. thing yeah it gave you that percussive it, it, thing it. we literally built the whole song about that around that little accident right hey that, that, that's for all you musicians out there accidents are good right right exactly and, and you just never know right. something like that all of a sudden man especially now with a if you push a different button you go wow i didn't really want that sound and and then you have that sound now um i have you and and i introduced you if i didn't as the guitarist vocalist of venice who's singing that song right there that is kip that's the youngest brother of len sisters and my cousin okay and uh yeah he's he's uh one of the main lead singers my brother mark is the other lead singer kip is uh and they both kind of write the majority of the lyrics of the songs that they sing. But there are times when, you know, we'll write a song collaboratively and then one of them will be the singer just because we thought it fit his voice better. So yeah. we work all different ways. I- exactly. And, and and that's the thing. Uh, I'm, I'm going to guess that you guys have no, e- well, all musicians and most people have egos, but between the four <laughs> of you, uh, hey, you're all about what's best for the song, right? Yeah, and you know, when you grow up in a big family in Venice, California, like we did with parents, and you got 13 kids in my family and 11 kids in Kip and Pat's family, wow. okay? So that's 24 kids <laughs> oh my God. between the two of us. So you learn to get along, not to be a, not to be an a-hole, right. and to, you know, hold up your end of the bargain and show some respect for the other people. Yeah. And I think it really helped us along as a band and being together. We're totally different people and we have totally different personalities if you met us all. Yep. Um, but we have a common love of music and a common respect for each other that allows us to, you know, be so different but come together as kind of one voice. 
Uh, awesome. Well, I'm one of 10 children, but man, I pale by comparison to you guys. <laughs> I'm number five of cute, 10. Cute, Don. <laughs> I, I, have, I have six sisters and three brothers. And uh, and, and I, I always tell people, if my brothers were sitting next to me, you wouldn't know that they're my brothers. We're so very, very different. And uh, Oh, yeah. Yeah, we just are. And, and I love them all, of course. But, uh, yeah. you know, big families were a, a thing back then. You don't see that anymore. I mean, four or five is no, maybe 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 yeah. but uh, and 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 i think great. people what great did, times it, it it gives you it, it really did it's funny because uh, uh, i grew up in uh, northern california in a little place near oakland california called san leandro but our neighborhood was very blue collar but there were so many kids there were kids everywhere and literally there were like three middle schools in our neighborhood you know right now you're not going to have <laughs> one middle school for you know 10 square miles. It's just different. Exactly. But I, I really did That's love true. it. And, and, and I want people to know too, part of the uh, magic about the blend of what you guys have is that you are family. There is some magic to that, a physical magic. Yeah, absolutely. There's a thing that happens literally physically, I believe with the vocal cords and the vibratos that, that gets a sound like the beach boys and, and other family, uh, singers, I mean, Lennon sisters, um, where it's a different sound. It's different sound than Crosby, Stills, and Nash or, or groups of great harmonies that, that are not sung by family. Yeah. I mean, even the Carpenters had this amazing oh, cut. God. You could tell sometimes if it was Karen or, or her brother. I mean, it was, and I think there's just something unique to that. And uh, it kind of, you know, offers a little something extra to the songs. Awesome. Um, Time's flying past. Back to the wall. Yeah, Back to right. the well. I'm sorry. Tell us about that song. Yeah. We're going to play it next. Uh, Back to the well is a song about hope. It, it's a, I picked it because I think it's so appropriate for these times of COVID and everyone's, you know, really just hanging on. And uh, I need to find my way back to the well, to the inspiration, and to just hang on until we get through this. Uh, it's a beautiful song, and if the ending goes long, you're welcome to fade. <laughs> Thanks. I don't want to get uh, chastised for fading, because I don't like to fade. But no, you won't. Yeah. You won't, but I, I don't want to lose out on, you know, if we can play another tune by... It, exactly. Song, I'll, you know, I'll use that. my best judgment. Back to the well, Venice. Back to the well. Thank you. That's how it begins A light in the distance A scent on the wind To believe I can believe again In the grandest of things In what the past has taken what the future brings How many times can I climb that same hill Hoping to find what I'm not sure I will Thought I'd dug deep but I'll dig deeper still To find my way back to the 
I'm just going to follow your advice on that, Michael, because I can... It's a perfect fade right there, buddy. Huh? Perfect. That's a producer's ears right there, huh? Yeah, you're on it. (laughs) I love it. That was enough. We got a a good taste of that. Well, the thing is, and by the way, I'm so fragile right now. It brought tears to my eyes. Just the melodies. Yeah. 
It's just getting over that hump, right? Yep. Getting back to the well, going back to the well, and just you keep going back there. You just feel like, guys, is there more water in there? Yeah. But we yeah. got to do it. Great. Yeah, I know, man. Great song. Yeah. That's okay. a great lyric by Kip, by the way. I got to give him credit for that one. That, that was really what inspired that was having to pull pull our shit together to make another album, you know, after, you know, success. But, like, you're just hoping that last one would have broke, and then suddenly it's like the label's going, all right, guys, let's think it's about time we do another record. And we're just like, well, what about the last one? Yeah, it was so I, good. I know. And Kip kind of had this idea to, you know, about – you know, how many times can you go back to the well and come up with oh. another great song? Oh, and, great. And so he said, let's write a song about it. <laughs> I love that, man. I had that, I had that opening, you know, minor nine opening guitar riff, that kind of haunting thing, and we just went from there. It's pretty cool. That's it. You just touched on a great thing, the minor nine, the emotion. Listen, I'm a musician. I know that those things, but I'm going through my own thing, and when I when I hear that, and I, it hits me, you know? Yeah. And it, and it doesn't just apply to, of course, writing a song, but for anyone getting over heartbreak or, or love or, you know, losing someone like you said, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I think it applies to so many things. And like I said, I thought it was appropriate just because of the whole COVID thing, you know? How long can we hang on and just be isolated and away from each other? And yeah. I just thought it was a good, appropriate song to play for yeah, tonight. It, it really was. It's fantastic. And and I've, I've said it uh, before on this show uh, that, you know, Cindy and I used to walk for coffee every morning. We just because it got us going. It's a three-mile walk. We'd, and I've started doing it again, but I'm doing it by myself now, and I have the headphones on. And boy, if a certain chord or a certain lyric comes on in the headphones, whoever the artist may be, it just hits me. Mm. It, it, and that's yeah. the beauty of music. It just it it just takes over, and it's emotional. Yeah. And, and and just the, the, the production and, and those chords and the melody and the vocals and the harmonies, man, it, it's... It's just great stuff, man. Venice, uh, number one, you, you got to be so proud of your longevity and your history in the music business, but it's a frustrating business, and we all know that. And the label going, well, we don't hear a hit. We don't, you know, let's go. Uh, man, but you, yeah. guys, you guys have your we're, we're legacy. Always, yeah. We're always striving to, to you know, be better and, and get more popular and, and all this film <laughs> records and all those things. So am but, I. We're we're extremely grateful and humble and and appreciative of what we have and what our fans the support and the the level of like commitment and and uh, what is the word count on our fans they're so dedicated um, that even when we're down in times like these and we go online just to say hi it's like everyone signs on and says hi and oh we miss you guys and it's just a beautiful thing and we we feel so fortunate although we you know would have loved to have bigger hits and everything along the way we're we're still plugging away and we're playing music for people and um we're we love doing it yeah so. well it that's who you guys are no, and no regrets here <laughs> right right and listen that's who you guys are it's in your soul that cannot be denied all right the lavender right. lighter so this is on the lighter side this is i don't know how many times you've either had a Bic lighter or any kind of lighter or someone else has a lighter and you just like, you find lighters in the weirdest places. <laughs> My brother Mark had an idea to write a song about the life of a, of a ladder of a lighter. And this one just happens to be a lavender lighter. So I'll let the song, you'll hear it in the words. It's pretty cool. And when he sang us the idea, I just, 
I don't know why that piano part, I'm playing piano on this one, and that piano riff just stuck in my head when I heard his, heard his first line. Um, you'll see what I mean when you play the song. Awesome. The Lavender Lighter. Venice. Came together. Yeah. I am the Lavender Lighter. I started out in New York. Lighting a cigarette for a tip top model. She took me to Miami. Where I lit up the joint For some teenage guy First time getting high I never know what I'll be getting to I gotta go no matter what I do I can't control who I'll be handed to Everybody needs a light I'm the lavender lighter I found myself in Malibu Starting a barbecue Ending up in the pool well, I dried out and took a red eye to Tahiti the torch of a tiki dancer got smuggled far away made a fire in a Brazilian bay I think I know that he's a lavender lighter. <laughs> hey, uh, I, I, everybody le- le- needs a light. I mean, that's my favorite line in the whole song, yeah. man. 
we we kind of made it to also be like a guy that kind of brightens the room too. That's right. kind of just you know we need that guy in every room and every every city and every country and every state. Exactly. That just kind of lightens things up and is the light for someone else, you know? So we tried to make it a little less, you know, exactly about a lighter, but that is what inspired it. I had to say that. Yeah. I didn't hear the word Bic in there anywhere. Uh, listen, by the way, <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, I, I've got a text from Laurie Reamer saying uh, a shout out uh, about all together now, LA2. Do you want to talk about it? Or do you want me to talk about it? Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll do it, and you can chime in, too, because I, I think you helped us out the last time we did this, right? Weren't you part of the— Yes, I was. I, I was part of the original yeah. one, number one. That That's how I remembered you, because I think I saw it, and I, I swear to God, Don, I'm not, I'm not blowing smoke up your butt. I really enjoyed your segment, and I just thought, this okay. guy's got a smooth, <laughs> flowing— Thank way you. of handling things and uh, i really enjoyed it and I, I got I, I wanted to tell you that thank you man. i knew i wouldn't know you i saw i thought i recognized your face but when i heard your voice i was like oh that's the guy <laughs> so i'm honored to be on your show and, well, thank and this you. is really cool but what she wanted to talk about was this all together now la2 it's the second year we're doing it covid19 relief concert on cbs saturday night 7 to 8 p.m and venice should be on around 7 30 about in the middle of the show um, it's also going to be streaming on CBS in, I think is the streaming or cable network version for people outside of San Diego to Santa Barbara area. But, um, yeah, it's really exciting. We should be on around seven thirty, and it's to raise money for the get together foundation and all the money goes to COVID-19 relief, frontline workers, um, people less fortunate than most of us that, uh, need food and help and, um, yeah, it's just all nothing but good stuff, and it all right. goes to the cause. So we're really proud and honored to be part of it. Yeah, awesome. Perfectly said, my friend. Now, I so think a song... We got is, that in. Yeah, uh, and we want to get that in, and thank you, Laurie, for reminding me. Um, let's mm -hmm. talk about 27th Avenue, you said. I want to make sure we get this song on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So 27th Avenue is the, is the street down in Venice Beach off of Pacific Avenue that goes right to the... The, the beach, the lifeguard tower there. And that's where we all, our generation grew up going to the beach, body surfing. We had a little body surfing club with our own t-shirts and stuff. <laughs> it's really cute, but we all grew up there. And now Kip by weird coincidence um, has moved. He used to live down the street from me in Marista, but in a weird coincidence thing, he relocated and he's in an apartment on 27th Avenue at this house that we used to walk by that one day we helped Jam Hamilton, Joe Frank and, oh my, Reynolds, and Reynolds piano up the stairway. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and so he's in that same apartment building by coincidence in the last couple of years. And so I had this grooving kind of country, you know, traveling song kind of idea. And he had the idea to write a song about him ending up back on this, 27th Avenue, the place we grew up, and it's the place where Mark asked him to be in the band. So Dennis started on that same street, and the song even mentions it near the outro. He said, where well, Marky asked me to sing. But <laughs> <laughs> so you can listen for that, but it's a great song. It's very close to our heart, and it's kind of about the beach we grew up going to. No, but I love it. The best songs are about real things, right? Absolutely. I mean, it oh. happened. All right, <laughs> 27th Avenue, Venice. Oh, 
Just 
Yeah, once again, some of the greatest things happen on the fade. I love it, man. Come on. That's, that's <laughs> so cool. That's fantastic. And and just the vocal blend. And I feel the energy. I love it. And and it means something, right? Yeah, it, it really means something. And it's it's almost like when I when I'm hearing that song, I'm just visualizing all the the you know, the pier, the lifeguard tower. The Venice Jetty and the Venice Pier, like I just every day at the beach, you just do that panoramic view of like, okay, who's over there? Who's over there? Where are they surfing today? <laughs> yeah, it's just every time I hear that song, it just brings back so much for me because it's it's so, uh, like you said, it's so close to our hearts. Authentic is what it is. It's real. Authentic. I, again, yeah, the best songs. I mean, your stuff sounds so great, man. It, it really does. Venice, you deserve whatever you can achieve but i'm telling you it's different right now the music business is you know anybody with a computer puts out music and and all of a sudden it goes viral and you know one million hits who knows right you never know you never know all it takes is or or one little you know tv show that picks up a song and puts it in or a movie or that's what i'm saying never know we just the, the thing for us is like, we just love singing together and playing together. And if we can make a little bit of money and pay our bills, then we're happy as clams. And if something bigger comes, we are all in, yeah. but we're not, you know, we're not like losing sleep over that part of it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, of course I know what you're I, saying. I, I'm not going to say we didn't always feel that way because when we were younger, we were more hungry and more frustrated, but we've just grown to kind of grow into our, our, different right. skin and just accept certain things. And it makes it so much more enjoyable and so much easier. That Michael, that's exactly right. Your, your legacy is secure yeah. with your band. Yeah, exactly. And, and, and it's there. It will survive all of us, but yeah. And, and towards you, the end, you know, we, we've maintained control of publishing and masters and stuff. So as we've grown older, we've grown wiser and, and we've made smarter moves so that, we have control of most of our material, um, which, you know, just gives us a lot more uh, bargaining power no matter what should happen. Um, we don't have any regrets like, oh, we sold away all of our publishing so we can right. make some money. Like, we always tried to just hold on to that stuff. My dad was used to work for Lawrence Welk Company as his business manager. And really? Uh, wait, the, wait a minute. That's uh, a big, big deal. Big wait a minute. Publishing. Wait a minute. Your <laughs> dad used to work for Lawrence Welk as his... As a, a, Businessman. He was the vice president of Walk Productions. Oh my gosh! He, he he got him into all the real estate and all the big business stuff, and he started as a talent scout for him for the Lawrence Walk Show, and when the Lennon sisters were on there, and then he liked my dad so much that he brought him in. And he was like a liquor store manager and painted houses and cars. I mean, he was like a guy that just did three jobs when he was growing up. Love it. Um, and then uh, he just loved his honesty and his work ethic, and he made him as a business manager and. Now he's just like this multi-conglomerate guy. And, and my dad got him to buy a, um, the Polygram Publishing back in the day, or I think it was BMG or something. And they had like Big Valley and all these TV shows. And he just always told us, you guys, keep your publishing and writing songs is where the real money is. So those are the two things of advice I'll give you. Well, I, um, I, I love that. And I know the song was one word, but I'm going to give you two words. A wonderful, a wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> oh, on. you've done your homework. Oh, no, I didn't do it because I know were, Lawrence when you were Welk. A kid. Yes, of course. But Lawrence Welk show was yeah. huge, and the Lennon sisters were huge, and what a legacy, yep. man! That's, and uh, the the music is fantastic. It really is. And 
and and you just said it. Who knows? Out of the blue, could one of those songs, any of these songs, could show up on his show? And how do yeah. you make money in the music business now? Licensing, touring, and merchandise. Yeah. That's it. Exactly. Exactly. You know? All right. Let's talk we about the good, fantasy good tree, words. the family tree. <laughs> I keep getting these titles wrong. That's because I can't read oh, my yeah. own handwriting. Tell us about the family tree. Well, the family tree is definitely our biggest song globally. It's a song we wrote when my uncle passed away. Um, it was a, a guitar riff and melody that I came up with in North Carolina. We were doing a folks festival there with David Wilcox. I don't know if you're familiar with him. Great singer-songwriter. And he taught me this weird dad-gad tuning. And I sat in my hotel room and I changed the G-string to a dad-ad. So it was two A-strings for I some know reason. It. I know. And I wrote this little thing that reminded me of Danny Boy, Irish little song. Brought it to the guys. I said, I don't know what the lyrics are yet, but it's got to make you cry. Um, here's the song. We just need lyrics. So four of us got together and wrote the lyrics. And... This one's called The Family Tree, and uh, basically it's a song of hope. The family tree will always grow. It's about losing ones you love, but the next generation will come up, and and the grandkids, and the next generation after that. And uh, it it, it explains it all. Oh, perfect. The Family Tree, Venice. Our biggest song, for sure. Branches in the wind Still standing here together One more storm to weather We'll get through it yet So we're gathered here Holding on to each other To let go of another one We won't forget Now as we say goodbye to one of our own We may be lonely but we're not alone Though the leaves will fall and the tears will flow May it always comfort us to know The family tree will always grow Father down to son Mother to daughter Thicker than water we are We'll keep a candle burning for the ones we'll miss And when we say goodbye to one of our own We may be lonely but we're not alone Though the leaves will fall and the tears will flow May 
I'm in tears again. It's you, right? Yeah. It's something about it, man. It just, it was one of those things. I was crying playing it, but I didn't even know what the words were yet. I'm not kidding you. I was in a hotel. We're on the roads. It was late. I learned this tuning and I just, just came to me and I brought it home. And next thing you know, it's one of our biggest songs, especially in Europe. The Dutch people and stuff have sang it to us. The choirs do it in Dutch. I mean, it gets played at all the funerals. I mean, it's just like taken off. Well, that's because it's real and it's emotional and it's from the heart, man. That's that's what yeah. that's what and music who, is all who about. Who hasn't lost somebody? And you know, <laughs> I mean, it pertains to everybody. Oh, oh, geez, I got to recover from that one. I mean, uh, I'm I'm vulnerable right now, but still. Uh, I I can imagine. I, I didn't. I if I would have known, I probably wouldn't have thrown some of the oh, tougher in emotionally. I, I love it. To be honest with you, I love it. But it's, it's really good. <laughs> yeah, it's me. good to process that, right? It's it's fantastic. The music, the production. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, Michael, before we go, we're going to play uh, one last song on the way out. But anything you want to promote, talk about uh, for Venice yourself, your website. How do people get to Venice and get to know you better? Yeah, I think going to the website is the way you can find everything, Facebook, Instagram, everything. So venicetheband.com. Um, please go there. We have a mailing list. We, we don't over-bombard you. We send out newsletters maybe once a month with news and links to videos and different things. So you can join the mailing list or if you want to know when we're playing in town or in Europe or if you have friends or whatever. But everything is available at venicetheband.com. Yeah, and it's it's a great website. And listen, I, I I mean it. I'm going to say it probably on the way out. Kudos to your guys' longevity. I mean that you've stuck with it. I know the music business. It's a roller coaster ride, and even with your history and your you know the the background, it's a roller coaster ride. But man, yeah. you guys are the real deal, Venice. I mean, Thank you so much. I, I mean it. So we're going to play out with a song called My Love Waits for Me. Talk about that. Yep. Uh, this this song is um, a song my brother Mark kind of had the idea for. And it's just kind of having a positive vibe that he's going to find someone for himself. Um, and it's just kind of saying, you know, it's it's uh, it's right around the corner, and this is what it's going to look like. Yeah, yeah, it's right oh. around the corner, boy, isn't it? Don't <laughs> so many people wish. I mean, to find that soulmate uh, is is unbelievable. Yeah. I had my soulmate for forty two years. It's a hard thing to find. You're very lucky. I know. I know. Yeah, and and even your your you know tears are tears of love and joy, which is a beautiful thing. So, you know, it's 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 not necessarily a bad thing to cry because Lord knows in my big family I've lost so many 
my parents are already gone and stuff. So I've been through yeah. plenty of stuff, lost nieces to, to murder and just horrible things oh. that you could never imagine. Um, but it's just the music, you know, it just, it just, it's healing and, and it pulls me through every time. It, it is healing. My love waits so. for me, Venice. like me look at here look at there this will always be and it's always been why does anybody care before this before that before all the pride i thought of this thought of that even suicide yeah it was only a glimpse but i tell you it was there Time was spent, time was wasted, I'm full of fears We'll have a laugh, looking back in a hundred years Probably what it's gonna take till we get there See you there In the purple bed, near the yellow chair In the green room with the red door Down the orange hall of the blue house With the white picket fence You know how I hate to fade, but we're getting near the end. Understood. So, Michael Lennon, thank you so much for being on the show tonight. You guys are phenomenal. The songs blew me away. I love them all. It made me cry. It made me smile, which is what music's all about, right? Yeah, um, man, I'm honored. I'm really honored to be on the show, and I'd, I'd love to, uh, you know, grab a beer or coffee sometime because I, I just feel like we're uh, please do we're uh, two peas in the pod a little bit. Yeah, please do. And and again, Venice, everybody, VeniceTheBand.com. Thank you to Star Worldwide Network back in Phoenix. Dave, the Mayor Pratt, Rock and Robin Cote, my producer, her beautiful book, Soul Stirrings gotta see it I think she just had the one year anniversary of its release respect your police officers pray and thank our troops past present and future the ones that really laid their butts on the line John Lennon said it best Michael all we need is love all the craziness in the world right now going on damn right pray for peace everybody some sort of resemblance of peace and normalcy um I thank the Lord I'm here and God love you, Cindy. Good night, everybody. Don Cromwell Live. Thank you very much. Venice, Michael Lynn. Keep it going, brother. Good night, everybody. Thanks for listening to Don Cromwell Live. 
producer, songwriter, musician, and former Air Supply and Eddie Money bassist, Don Cromwell. Every week, Don Cromwell Live connects the artist with you, the fan. Hear Don Cromwell Live as it happens Wednesday night, 9 p.m. Eastern, or on demand 24-7 on StarWorldWideNetworks.com. And follow Don at Facebook.com slash Don Cromwell and Twitter at Don Cromwell Live. Don Cromwell Live from Star Worldwide Networks.com.